Well, I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity and the, the faith that he has in me tonight, the pastor has in me tonight, and the congregation for allowing me to speak. Um, there's always a lot of pressure there because, uh, as you know, we have uh, a very good leader that can uh, definitely fulfill all of our needs as far as our teaching. So, Pastor, we appreciate you very much in that aspect. Uh, tonight, I'm going to kind of dive right into it here. Um, we're talking about, uh, we've been doing the lessons, you know, uh, and um, I believe uh, Sister Caitlin, I believe, kind of did a little, uh, uh, little preview of the lesson for this week. Uh, today, or tonight, we're going to talk about um, our hiding place. So, um, God gives us direction for every area of our life. Is anyone here... Everyone here, I'm sure, has played hide-and-seek before, right? So, obviously, you know, in hide-and-go-seek, it is obviously about trying to find the best hiding place. That is pretty much the objective of the entire game. Uh, so, so in, our, in, our, uh, in our lesson tonight, we're going to talk about finding our hiding place. So, <clears throat> how many here or online tonight are needing or looking for a hiding place. Needing an escape from this world, uh, from the news of the war to just news in general, escape from the gas prices, uh, the worries, the financial concerns. Um, but where are we looking for the hiding place? Where are we looking? Are we looking, uh, you know, are we looking toward drugs, medicines? Are we looking toward alcohol? Are we looking toward Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, friends? Are we looking toward our parents, our, our loved ones, our spouses? Where are we looking? So in Psalms 119, 113, it says, I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. So it's very short simple scripture there, verse. What does he say that he loves the law? Now why would someone love laws? Most of us don't always agree with the laws of our land, right? Sometimes you're driving through a place and you're like, man, this speed limit is awful slow through here. I mean, this, this, it could be faster, you know. I got places to go, you know. And, and that's just, it's, it's in our thinking, you know. We, we, don't, we don't always like laws. We don't always like lawmakers. We don't always like taxes. We don't always like building codes or, or things like that. But why does he love the law? So in Psalms 119, 1 through 8, it says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies, and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteousness 
judgments. I will keep thy statues. O forsake me not utterly. So, those who love, accept, and obey the laws in these verses become what? They become blessed. And that's, that is where, that's where we are seeking to become, is blessed. We want to be a blessed people. Am I right? We don't want to have to worry about the stresses and worries of this world and what's going on. I, uh, this week, um, you know, I was trying to get this lesson together. And, and you know, I've had a couple weeks to do so. And uh, just wasn't really, it just wasn't coming to me. And I would, I would read it and read it and read it and read it. And it just, just wasn't there. And so I realized today why it wasn't there. I had to go through a couple things this week and experience a few things this week to be able to, to, be able to have this accurate in my life and this put into my life and in my heart so I can understand it for myself that I may be able to deliver it to you tonight with a wholehearted. So I went to uh, a couple nights ago. Uh, there's a few Amish boys that I befriended and... Um, they, uh, they called me up and said, hey, I need, to, uh, I need a ride up north to, uh, to do some horse trading, literally, horse trading. So uh, we, uh, they proceeded to ask, you know, what time, everything, we got everything together. And, um, so I, I, go to, I go pick him up, and he goes, hey, can my brother come along? And, sure, why not? Your brother can come along. So we started on our way. It was a couple-hour drive north, and uh, so we started on our way up there. And, you know, conversation breaks out. And the last time I was with them, um, the oldest of the two, was kinda, he's kind of been struggling with depression. And uh, he's 25, uh, lives alone. And uh, his brother, that's 20, makes fun of him because he's not married yet. <laughs> so, so he's kind of, he's you know, got that over his shoulders too because, you know, in the Amish community, you're 25 and you're not married. Something's going on there. So, uh, so he... he told me last time that he had fear of things. And so we kind of talked about that last time the Lord led me to tell him quite a few things. So we had already opened the door to conversation of the Lord. So this time it didn't, it, there was no messing around. They were like straight on like, hey, you know, they were ready to ask questions. So uh, he's like, hey, you know about what we talked about last time? Um, and then he would go on with, with uh, some, some added questions to that. So it, it, it led into a, a very, very lengthy conversation. Um, but what I, what I grasped from that whole situation and that whole scenario was how blessed we really are. We are so blessed. Christian Apostolic Church as a whole and the Apostolic Pentecostal, man, we are so blessed. They, uh, their religion, um, uh, they, uh, and uh, you know, we're not, not bashing them or anything. They, they're very open about it. Very nice, very nice young men. Very respectful, and and love the Lord. They love the Lord wholly, but they uh, they don't have uh, they don't have knowledge of the Bible. They don't they don't read the Bible. They don't have one. They don't have one that they can access. They hear what the teacher or preacher or minister that week tells them as a scripture, and that's it. That's all they get all week, and and that's very hard. To hide the word in your heart when you don't know the word. And, and I, I started realizing how blessed we really are. I mean, we have, you know, 
a teacher, a preacher, a pastor that brings us the Word weekly. And we have access to Bibles. We have access to, to praise and worship. And we can allow ourselves to get caught up in the, in the Spirit and allow ourselves to vocalize that amongst each other and celebrate it with each other. And they, they are not allowed to do that. They are, uh, they are, are dipped in tradition. And, uh, and, that's, and I, I, respect, I respect their, uh, you know, I respect their walk. They're very, very sincere. They're very sincere. But they do, they do struggle with that because they, they don't know the word. So when things come along, they don't have anything to fall back on. They don't have any word to pull out of their heart to be like, okay, Lord. You know, they can pray, but they don't have that word that has them promises that we know so well. So in Psalms 119, 9 through 11, it says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart, have I sought thee? Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. So, you know, you see in those, in those verses there that, you know, it, it would be, it's very tough to walk outside of what we have here. It would be very tough. We are so blessed to have this word. They, uh, you know, they don't even know, they don't even know the commandments. They, they, they don't have any kind of memorization of scripture at all. And it was, it was really sad to me, but also it was, uh, it was encouraging because I knew that the Lord had brought me into their lives for a reason, for such a time as this, for them. And, uh, you know, the last time I talked to him, like I said, he was, the, uh, the one young man was very depressed and, um. I, I think even to the point to where I told his brother to kind of keep an eye on him because he, he, he seemed really low. But, you know, the Lord really spoke to him that night. The Lord spoke to him personally. And he used me, which is a blessing. But the Lord could only use me because he has allowed his word to come into my heart. And I actually had something to tell them. If I didn't know, know what the Lord had put into my heart and I hadn't seen the words, read them for myself, put my eyes to them, put my lips to them. There's no way that I would have known how to help those boys. I could have just given them same worldly advice that anyone else would have given them. But thank the Lord that, you know, he was able to use me. Psalms 119, 12. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statues. So again, we are blessed. We are so blessed. You know, through all, through all of this, all it keeps saying is, you know, we have these laws, we have these teachings, we have these commandments, we have these statues. And if we get these, we are blessed. We are a blessed people. Time after time throughout Psalms 119, he cries out in thanksgiving and in blessing. Almost begging God for more rules and laws. Why would he do that? Why would he beg God for more rules and laws? He understood that these were the stepping stones that were building the stairway to his altar. He understood this. He understood that it was creating some boundaries. <clears throat> he could find security in staying inside those boundaries, right? 
he could stay under God's covering. That's what these laws, these rules, and these boundaries create. It creates a covering. These words that the Lord gives us, the word that the Lord has given us, gives us a covering. It gives us something to fall back on. It gives us, you know, some, uh, some weapons, some tools that, can, you know, that we, can, we can use to help others. He also saw through these laws and these rules that it kept the enemy out. That's what walls do, right? You build some walls and it keeps things out as well as it keeps you in. Inside, inside the laws or walls of the Lord live only blessings. Understanding, mercy, trust, liberty, and comfort. We learn good judgment and gain knowledge through these experiences and these walls and these laws. So Psalms 119, 66 through 68. It says, Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now have I kept thy word. Thou art good and doest good. Teach me thy statues. So again, he's, he's asking the Lord, teach me, Lord. He's hungry. He's wanting more. He's wanting more. We're supposed to use this word and this law as our protection and to hold on to his promises. It's supposed to better us in the kingdom of this world. It's supposed to be our safe place. It's where we find comfort and peace. It's where we find love. It's where we find mercy. It's where we find grace. It helps us to see the blessings that's right in front of us. Psalms 119, 113, and 114. I hate vain thoughts, but thou law do I love. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. So, just like Psalms 119.14 says, if we're struggling today with the weights of this world, find your hiding place. Again, I say, what is your hiding place? He's waiting there for us tonight. He, uh, he has a hiding place for us. This is what he promises those that, that seek it. You see, he calls his secret, he calls this his secret place. So, this is where the Lord is calling us to. He's, he, if you have that, if you're looking for a hiding place, you're looking for a place to get away from the hurts, the cares, the thoughts of this world, the addictions, you know, the, uh, the news, the things that are going on. This is where the Lord says that we can find that hiding place. It's in his secret place. And we all know, we all have heard this, we know this. Psalms 91, 
1 through 13. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, and Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. So it shall not come nigh thee. This the Lord is saying that we are going to be set apart from this. It shall not come nigh unto us. We have a promise. We have rules and laws that pour out love and mercy and grace. And they are such big promises that there is nothing that you cannot accomplish if you grasp them, if you put them in your heart and you hang on to them. We are such a blessed people in that way. And I can't express that enough. Tonight... Uh, to me, it really is about blessing. The Lord uncovered that so much to me the other night. I, uh, I just, I, I couldn't believe that, you know, but I, I told the boys, they, they were talking to me and I, they said, uh, you know, they asked, what do I think about horses and buggies and stuff like that? And, uh, you know, and they, they were talking about laws. And I said, look, I said, I feel like, and I know that from my experience from the Lord, that if you gave that horse and buggy to the Lord, then it no longer becomes a tradition or a law or a rule in your life. It now becomes your personal sacrifice that you have brought to the Lord and you had handed over to Him. It's just like your electricity or any of the other rules or laws that you have. Your traditions. I said, if you allow them to be traditions and you do them just because somebody told you to do them, then they are traditions. But if you take them to the Lord and you give them to the Lord and say, Lord, I, I am doing this for you. I am living a certain way for you. I am dressing a certain way for you. Then it becomes a promise. Then it becomes you showing your love to the Lord. And then he can in turn become a blessing to you. And you know... Obviously, you know, they, they had never heard things like this. So they were very hungry. And the conversation continued. They asked about so many things. And, and, you know, through all of those questions and all of the things that the Lord was able to answer for them, again, I come back to, here we are all together. We can raise our hands. We can worship the Lord however the Lord comes down upon us. We can experience the Holy Ghost. We can see someone get baptized and filled and speak in tongues. We can experience these scriptures in our lives every single day. And have the privilege to know what scriptures we are experiencing at that moment. And I felt, I felt so blessed and so humbled. And, uh, you know, I, go ahead and put up the rest of the scripture of uh, 91 there. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. 
Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh, thee, nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. He shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Again, I know I'm uh, beating, this, beating this in tonight, but so blessed, so blessed. I am so humbled to be standing here. Um, the Lord has brought me through so many things. And the best part about going through things is when you are talking to someone that you see getting ready to go through that same thing, is the Lord has already brought you through it. You know exactly what to tell them. You know exactly what verses got you through. You know what songs brought you through. You know what worship brought you through. I have a friend right now that is, uh, he's deep in alcoholism. Um, I, I, just by happen since I texted him one night, just a casual question. And he sent me back the biggest load of gibberish you've ever seen in your life. I couldn't understand a word of it. And this went on, he started that at probably 8, 30, 9 o'clock that night. And he texted me clear through the night, clear until probably 5 something the next morning until he must have passed out or something because he, he stopped texting. But immediately, you know, I felt, I felt something rise up in me. I felt a, a fear and an anxiety because I could tell he was, man, something was really wrong, you know. And uh, so... Through all the things that I have been through, I have felt that fear and anxiety before. And I knew the spirit that it was of. And so I started to come against it in prayer that night. And I went alone by myself and I prayed for him. And I, I laid down my heart and soul for him that night. And you know, once I did that and I got over what I really wanted to tell him in the flesh since he was texting me all night. I started, I prayed through, and then uh, I regrouped, and I said, okay, Lord, what am I supposed to do? So, guess where I went? Went to the Word. And when I went to the Word, the Lord started revealing to me, He needs this. He needs that. He needs this. So as quick as he could text me gibberish was as quick as I could send him scriptures. And I sent him scriptures as long as I could until I fell asleep. And in between that, I sent him every song I could think of on YouTube at the moment in the middle of the night. And I continued to do so. And what's crazy and funny through this 
And what is such a blessing through this is that a few nights later, he started texting me again. Again, nothing made sense. Absolutely nothing. And uh, so I started again. And I kept going. And I kept going. And I kept going. <sighs> Two nights ago, again, except for this time, through the middle of it, I understood one thing. He texted, you pray. And I tell you, that's when I knew that the Lord was trying to do work through this. Now, I haven't seen it yet, but I know the Lord is doing something through this. So, he said, you pray. He asked for it. I prayed. I sent him a prayer, a long text prayer. And I, Jesus, named him through the whole thing. And I sent it. And uh, it got quiet. I didn't get any more texts for a long time. And then uh, a few hours later, he texted a few other things that didn't obviously make sense again. So I sent him some more songs. And then uh, another day passed. And he texted again. And it, again, didn't make any sense. But all it said in, the, in one of them I caught, he just said, you church. That was it. That's all I got out of it. But I know the Lord is doing a work through that. And I know that because I know the word. And I know what the, the word says. I know the promises it holds. And I know what the laws are saying in here. And through the laws and the promises... I know that the Lord is going to deal with this young man and he's going to change his life eventually. It's just a matter of time and it's just a matter of the right word coming to him at the right time when he needs it. And I'm just going to pray that the Lord keeps letting him text me because that's the only way I can get a hold of him. I don't know where he lives. Obviously, he couldn't text me where he lives if he wanted to because he never makes sense. Like I said, I've only caught a few words in, the, in any of the texts that ever made sense. But, you know, I just thank God that I have access to the Word. That when He does text, I can text Him whatever that Word is that the Lord wants me to text Him at that moment. Sometimes I don't always know what that is. But I go to the Word myself, and the Lord reveals it to me. And that's what I send to Him. And, like I said, I, I haven't seen it yet. But I'm already thanking God for the day that I do. Because I know His promises. I might never see Him go to church. I might never see Him baptized. I might never see Him raise His hands and get the Holy Ghost. But I may see Him in that secret place. Inside of those walls. In that hiding place that the Lord has promised us. And to me, that's good enough. So tonight, I leave you with... How blessed we are. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for your word. I am so blessed and humbled tonight. I thank, you for, I thank him for the experiences. I thank him for the people that he sends in front of me. Um, you know, I wish I was really smart enough to be able to, uh, to convert somebody. But uh, thank the Lord I'm not. 
because I get to see him work. I don't go by my knowledge. I'm able to be led by his spirit and his word. And I thank him so much for that. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, if you guys would stand, I'm going to pray tonight. Lord Jesus, Lord, in closing tonight, Lord God, I want to thank you so much. Lord Jesus, for the humbling that you've given me, that you've put upon me, Lord God, the blessings that you've showed me. But Lord God, I want to thank you so much for this congregation, Lord Jesus. These people that are faithful to you, Lord God. People that are faithful to you to so much, Lord Jesus, that we are able to have this building. We are able to have these experiences. Lord God, I thank you so much for your word, your promises, your laws, and even the walls that you put around us to protect us, Lord God. We thank you for that hiding place that we can go and seek and find what we are looking for, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the secret place that you are bringing us toward. Lord Jesus, we give you all the glory, honor, and praise tonight. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Great word. And what's so powerful is that if we hide the word in our hearts, the word.